As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Wednesday One Shots, a new series where we share a bonus story to help you get through that midweek slump. This story is from a listener that goes by the name of G. I've recently started listening to this podcast and it reminded me of an experience I had when I was in eighth grade. I've always been very independent and I'm very confident in my ability to handle situations, but this seriously rocked me in a way that not many things can. It was a Tuesday afternoon and I decided that I wanted to go see some friends. I lived at the top of a mountain in town. I literally lived on the ridge of that mountain, so walking down takes about an hour if I take the steps. When you live on a mountain, there are stairs that walk up and down around the neighborhood in lieu of sidewalks. Since I was young and very impatient, I would often end up walking down to town on the roads because it was quicker than the stairs. I took my normal route, going down the path and then heading onto the main road to town. Everything was normal for the first 20 minutes, but then things got very weird. Now, as a teenage girl, I've experienced catcalling often, and it's become a very common occurrence, especially when I'm walking in town. But this time felt different. I was walking on the side of the road, hopping into driveways to get out of the way of cars going by. During my walk to town, I started to notice a large van that seemed to be trailing me. I kept looking back, and I saw it slow down. The van fell back a bit, then sped up until it was less than 10 feet away from me. There was a middle-aged man driving the van. He had a scruffy beard and looked a little out of it, I guess. I continued walking, but texted my friend to alert her about the situation. My friend and I have a code that we've been using for years. We will text IID to each other, which means I'm in danger. I shared my location with her and asked her to call me in 10 minutes, unless I said otherwise. I continued walking, and the van pulled up right next to me. I kept walking trying to ignore the van, but the man rolled down his window and whistled at me. Now this was very uncomfortable for me, so I didn't acknowledge him and just kept going. Then he slowed down enough to be driving beside me at my walking pace. He kept hollering at me. He asked me to get in the van, 
and go to the beach with him. Then he said something that I just will never forget. He said, look, you little bitch, get in. We can have a good time. I'll give you a little something and then you can head off and go wherever you're going. Let's drive down to the beach and we can mess around a little bit. I kept walking. At this point, my whole body was shaking and I was holding back tears. He continued yelling at me. He called me a slut in my leggings. He said, you can't just walk around like that and not let me see you. I started walking faster, but he continued following me. Then he finally roared. Look, bitch, get in my fucking van or I'll come there and get you myself. And something snapped in me. I don't know what really happened. In hindsight, this was risky, but I turned around and I screamed at the top of my lungs. I told him to get the fuck away from me. I called him a pervert. I flipped him off and then started running down the mountain on the side of the road. He sped up and followed, but by some crazy luck, a woman driving the opposite direction saw this man and me running away from that van. She turned around in the middle of the street, behind the van, and started following both of us. She honked at the van, and after two minutes of this, the man finally gave up and sped off. I'll never forget the look on that man's face as he drove off. The look in his eyes was something that scares me to this day. The woman pulled over next to me, hopped out of her car, and ran over to me. I sat down on the curb. My whole body was shaking. She sat next to me while I tried to calm down. She asked me what happened, and I told her the whole story. Later that day, I ended up telling my parents, and we alerted the police. The police took my statement and asked me some questions. They said that we would get a call from them if they needed further information or anything developed. Nothing ever came from it because I didn't get a chance to memorize the license plate. I will forever be grateful for that woman who stopped to help me. I hate to think of what would have happened if she hadn't flipped around in the middle of the road and tailed this guy while he followed me. To the creepy, scruffy, middle-aged dude that followed me and harassed and traumatized me at just 13 years old. Let's never meet again. Thank you so much for sharing your story, G. I think an important lesson that we can glean from this story and so many others that are similar to it is that while there are a lot of terrible people out there, the large majority of folks are really great and would step in to help somebody at the drop of a hat, especially a child. It's an instinct that a lot of us share as fellow humans, and it always makes me really proud to hear it happen in a story on the show. Also, license plates are key to catching these guys. Even if you can only memorize a portion of it, it's an important piece to the puzzle. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'll see you Sunday night. Stay safe. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. 
With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.